Hi, everybody. This is Julie. Uh, later on with editing, um, I'm going to put this at the beginning of the podcast. Um, I'm pretty tired today. So there's a part in the podcast where, boy, uh, wishful thinking, there's a part of the podcast where I say that I make six figures a year. No, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I do not make six figures a year. That would be awesome. Look how happy I, I'm talking if I thought that. No. I make five figures a year. It doesn't matter. But sometimes people wonder why I have joy and optimism and they assume that I'm rich. Uh, I actually grew up pretty poor uh, and I'm okay. I'm, I'm fine. I'm not, you don't have to feel sorry for me, but, uh, and then now I'm middle class. So, so there's a part in this podcast, I say that I make six figures. That is not true. That is not true. Um, I make five figures, uh, a little, somewhere in the middle. Uh, I just want to make that clear. All right, thanks. Sorry to enjoy the podcast, y'all. Hi, everybody. This is Julie Kerr, writer and director of the indie nerdy comedy Geek Plus Punk. And uh, yeah, so... I'll do a quick check-in. Today's episode is going to be about the show Stranger, Stranger Things. Um, but having said that, um, I just want to be honest that right now I'm going through some stuff. And, you know, the reason why I feel comfortable on social media talking about my struggles is because... Uh, one second, my friend is messaging me. One uh, One second... <laughs> Hi, this is Julie, uh, writer and director of the indie nerdy comedy Geekless Punk, and this podcast is a review of Stranger Things, uh, season four. It was really good. Uh, before I do that, I'm going to go uh, personal stuff. Uh, I just do want to acknowledge um, that uh, I was in a situation, uh, I'm going through some stuff, and um, I was in a situation with a person and a person I really care about, and I guess what I want to say is, like, we're going through some stuff, and that's all I want to say, but I just, uh, I think sometimes people, I've heard, actually, a woman I went on a date with, she told me I was neurodivergent, uh, she was not the one for me, I'm, I might be neurodivergent, maybe, I think my neurodivergence gets, uh, I think people misunderstand it, um, for the people I care about in my life, I really, really, really care about them times 5 million times 80 million. So I think right now there's a person who thinks I don't care about them and I do care about them and I'm going to do everything I can to help that person as much as possible. So I just want to make that clear. Um, for me, uh, I do stay on my routines and staying on routine is really, really good for my mental health. Even if I am, maybe I'm neurodivergent, maybe I have complex PTSD, I, I don't know. Uh, but I think sometimes mis people misinterpret my stuff. Um, anyway, there's a person out there who thinks I don't, who maybe thinks I don't care about them. I do care about them, like a million percent I care about them. We're just in a tough situation. That's what I want to say to this person. I just want to make, I want to declare it to the 10 people who listen to my podcast. 
but maybe one day more people will listen to it. The other thing I want to say is that, um, uh, yeah, I don't, I, I, I do think people misinterpret me, um, and that's okay, but I, I do think there's a person who thinks I don't care about them, and I literally feel God calling me to care about them, like a million percent, um, and maybe I just don't know their love language. I don't know. But I'm, I'm doing everything I can to help them in a tough situation. Okay, so that's what I want to say. That's the personal stuff. The reason I talk about my struggles, I'm not trying to Debbie down or bum anybody out. I talk about my struggles because I'm probably going to make it. But it's my belief system that everyone I know who wants to make it is going to make it. So... I want right now, since I'm middle class, which is awesome, and I make six figures, like, uh, not on the lower end, but not on the higher end either, somewhere in the middle. Um, uh, I've been taking the bus a lot more. That's been saving me money. But I I just want to be honest about who I am now in case I make it. I might just make it as a filmmaker. Uh, I might just make it like, hey, financially the money might come in. Uh, I might make it and I, I want to help people. I do think this is a controversial thing to say in some circles, but you know, I think capitalism can be a harmful thing in a lot of different ways. And I know that's a controversial thing to say. I think making movies can be a very honest way to earn a living. You, uh, you make a movie, uh, you send it out and people like it and you get a little money, you know, so it's, or writing a book doing a painting. There's a lot of honest ways you can earn a living for sure. So happy-go-lucky capitalism sounds great, but I think the kind of capitalism we're living in right now can be very mean and cruel and unkind and it just turns people into objects very quickly. Um, Puts people in tough situations pretty quickly. Um, Anyway, I... Anyway, I'm getting it all wrong, maybe, but there's a person out there who thinks I don't care about them, and I do care about them. I just want to say that. Okay, Um, and having said that, routine's really good for my mental health, so I'm just going to, you know, do routine. Um, So so here's a podcast about Stranger Things. (laughs) Okay, so um, I wrote a blog about Stranger Things. Uh, Stranger... What I wrote is Stranger Things is the most amazing show right now. Here's why, smiley face. I guess the first thing I want to say, like, why I've never written about Stranger Things. Um, and maybe this is this is definitely me being, like, an adult because I'm 40 years old. But when, when I write screenplays, I kind of, like, as, since I'm an indie filmmaker, um, I rarely write... Um, I, re- I rarely write screenplays for, like... Uh, young actors under the age of 18 and uh, that's probably because I want to be protective of minors in all kinds of ways so I think like usually when I write a screenplay and there's a minor in it like the the character is below the age of 18 I usually just write it a very quick scene uh, you know because right now I'm writing like a serious movie about human trafficking that's the screenplay I'm writing it's a serious screenplay and so because it's serious um there's a couple of scenes but it's very you know I just have like 
the good guys or gals or non-binary pals rescuing, you know, kids out of vans. It's very quick scenes that I'm writing, you know, nothing, nothing bananas or weird. Uh, I'm just writing very quick scenes, but, uh, okay. And that's my, 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 my phone is like, or really is really hopping up. Okay. I'll be right back. Thanks. Okay. I'm back. My friend was texting me. I kind of needed to, to text the friend back. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I promise I'm about to talk about how awesome Stranger Things is season four. Okay. Before, okay, whatever. But the, the one thing I want to say, like, I'm reluctant to, to kind of write about the show because it is basically, it's it's predominantly about minors. Um, when I write screenplays, I just don't tend to write a lot of characters with minors. Now, I know, like, hey, I'm, I'm not providing work for kids, right? So maybe I'm being a jerk when I when I don't put too many kids in, in, my, in my movies. But I guess I want to say is, like, on a cosmic humanitarian level, I hope that with Stranger Things season four, or just the show, the show is phenomenal. It's a really good show. And we started watching the kids when they were like age 10 or 11, and now they're all like 18 or 19. So they kind of grew up in front of the world during very formidable years. Um, So uh, I guess what I want to say, and I don't know any of them, but I hope they have a support system. I hope they have... um, I don't know. I hope they have a support system. I hope they're, if they need therapy, I hope they're in therapy or maybe they don't even need therapy. I hope they're in support groups or kids who are in really great shows. I don't know. But I, I, I hope that, I just hope that when we, when we're, when we have kids working, you know, whatever, I hope that they're, I hope it's under the best circumstances ever. That's what I want to say. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I just want to give that caveat. I mean, you could cut to the kids from Stranger Things now and they could be like, no, Julie, we're fine. We're good. <laughs> you know what I mean? So maybe they're totally fine and great. But I kind of want to give that caveat because I think what's happening, this is the mo- number one reason I think Stranger Things is popular. There's a lot of reasons why it's popular, but a big part of it, I think, for me, I'm 40 years old and I was born in 1982 and I, you know, so I grew up in the 80s and the 90s. I graduated high school in 2001. So watching Stranger Things, I think what Stranger Things is doing is providing a lot of catharsis for like adults. And I really hope, and again, this is me being too whatever. I just really hope that we're, you know, I hope that we're not like jeopardizing the mental health and well-being of kids just so a bunch of uh, adults can experience catharsis and watching a show. (laughs) So that's what I want to say. And again, maybe I'm being way too overproductive of kids I don't know. I'm just talking about all the kids that are in the show Stranger Things. So uh, I'm just wishing them all the best and, and praying that they're doing well. And maybe they are. Maybe they're all just sitting on a beach having the best day over best day ever. So I just want to give that caveat about Stranger Things. Uh, see, okay. So the reason I felt compelled to write about Stranger Things season four is I thought season four was really compelling. I've been listening to Kate Bush running up that hill like over and over and over again. So I think like, you know, the first reason I think it's popular, I just said, is like, I think it's just really tapping into nostalgia for anyone who grew up in the 80s and 90s. And I also think what it's doing is they do a good job of, 
rather than like doing a parody of the 80s they're they do a good job of making it feel like it was actually shot in the 80s so from a technical standpoint it just looks really good but um i think the reason why the show is really good is just because um i i think it's the theme it took me a long time to kind of understand what the theme was which is ironic because i guess it's sort of obvious but at first, I just thought, it's a cool show. Season one, I was like, cool show. Uh, I have a very strong memory of Stranger Things season one. Uh, that's where uh, my one of my best friends, his mom passed away. And I, f- I, f- I flew from San Francisco to a small town, Virginia, uh, Richmond, Virginia. And, you know, I just sat with him because uh, he was mourning the passing of his mother Um, I had a lot of great times with his mom. His mom was an amazing woman. And he said he just wanted to eat pizza, which is what we did. We ate pizza and he wanted to watch season one Stranger Things. And he said, hey, you got to watch this show. And I was like, "Okay." And we sat there and basically watched the whole thing. Um, And that's how I was there for him when his mom passed away. And um, also, that's why. That's my first memory of watching Stranger Things uh, season one Um, and Barb. Everybody loved Barb. Um, Okay, and then season two was cool. Season three was cool. Um, So it's a cool show. Uh, Season four is the one that for me, I found it to be very compelling. And um, and then it kind of Kate Bush helped a lot. (laughs) Kate Bush helped like a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. So, um, you know, running up that hill is just so genius, but it's also like, there it is. That's the theme. That's the theme of the whole show. So, all right. So I'm going to talk about why I like Stranger Things, especially season four. Um, but it's worth watching seasons one, two, and three if you want to get to season four. Uh, just a little pop culture hack. Season one, I did watch all the way through with one of my best friends eating pizza, and it was really awesome. Um, seasons two and three, because, uh, like, some people think Stranger Things can be kind of a slow burn. It it kind of can be a slow burn. So, seasons two and three, um, yeah, it is kind of a slow burn. And um, I, I kind of fast forward through it sometimes, seasons two and three, because it can be a slow burn on purpose, because it's kind of the vibe of an 80s or, or 80s show. But season four... Four, I think you don't have to fast forward through it. Like, you can you can get through it. But uh, yeah, they definitely each episode of season four they gave it lots of time. Okay, so Stranger Things. Okay, that was a, a big intro, but here we go. Stranger Things is the most amazing show right now. Uh, right now, uh, here's why. Okay, so what what I said was that um, that uh, let me click on this. I'm going to use my blog as for notes. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So, there's three characters for me that kind of are very well written. And they're kind of the heart and soul of the show. And um, so, and the, and they tie into the themes. I think you could nitpick Stranger Things if you want. Which you totally can. And um, that's valid. But I think the most powerful thing about Stranger Things is... The theme, and that's me being, like, a writer. So, um, what I'm going to talk about is, um, yeah, the three things I like about Stranger Things is the three characters, 
And these three characters, I feel, represent important themes in Stranger Things. So the first thing I really love about Stranger Things is a character named Will. If you've never seen uh, Stranger Things, I'll help you out a little bit. Okay, but Will, basically, they haven't... And I, I do appreciate how they're doing this. They present Will as, like, a sensitive kid, and I was a sensitive kid. Believe it or not, I kind of had Will's haircut, too, and I, I was a little girl, but... That, that definitely was an 80s haircut. Uh, I guess they gave it to boys and girls. I had his little haircut. Um, the other thing, and, and Winona Ryder plays Will's uh, uh, mom. Winona Ryder plays a really good, like, feisty, loving, uh, protective mom. But uh, but Will is, they present him as a sensitive kid they talk about how he might be a little bit different. He's definitely nerdy. He's into Dungeons and Dragons, like his other little nerdy friends. And here's what I want to say. Like, he's probably gay. I say that with love. Uh, I don't, I'm gay. So I'm not, I don't want to tell him what his sexual orientation is. Um, I just don't. But, uh, but at the same time, uh, <clears throat> You know, uh, they're kind of leaning towards the fact, like this season four, they kind of made it seem like he might be in love with a character named Mike. And so I'm going to say, I'll let, I, you know, it's important to let people come out for themselves. So I'm going to let Will come out for himself, that kind of thing. He's a fictional character, but still. Um, but yeah, Will's probably gay. And um, I think the way they've written and depicted Will, I think is really, really, really good um because i really related to it so unfortunately there's like a lot of lgbtq people out there who um who've been heavily bullied and there's i have a lot of empathy for that and i i i saw the documentary bully and it's pretty that documentary is intense it's just about high school bullies it's a documentary um but it kind of yeah, it's intense if you watch the documentary. Um, it just depicts different ways of high school bullying. And I think we should definitely put a stop to bullying, that kind of thing. Um, uh, and hate crimes, all of it. Empathy for all of it. Um, so what I wanted to say, though, with... Uh, oh, but the way they depict Will um, is kind of more how how I grew up. So basically... The thing about Will is he's in a small town, I believe Indiana, and basically he just doesn't know any other gay kids. He knows other quote unquote weird kids and I or you know, he knows nerds and that kind of thing and I think that's kind of cool. But uh and I uh while we're on stranger things, I like how they handled the character Lucas cuz like Lucas is probably like the coolest character out of all the little nerds. It's Lucas, so I liked what they did in season four. They showed that Lucas was kind of evolving and he is kind of graduating from the nerds to being an athlete and being kind of cool, so to speak. Not kind of. He's definitely cool. Lucas has always been the coolest character. But but the reason I like that is because... Um, uh, let me make sure I got... Yeah, that's his name. Um, I feel like that's... I do think that's honest. That sometimes, like... Friend, friend groups in middle school kind of evolved into different, they kind of can segue into different groups in high school. Uh, so I think that, um, 
I, I think I did. I liked how they did that because it does make sense that maybe Lucas would sort of outgrow his nerdy friends and kind of become an athlete. And I say that as someone who was an athlete and who was also into nerdy stuff. So I I did both. I You can dabble. You can do both. But I, I thought that was really honest. I, I think um, I do think with Stranger Things, they're really good at capturing adolescence, like really good. Um and I think for a lot of adults, it just takes you back to those days. Um, okay, but back to Will. What I like about Will, they did it in about, I think it was around season three. So season three, as all of Will's friends are getting girlfriends. Okay, that's another person. I'll be back, y'all. Okay, y'all. I had to, uh, <laughs> I got a phone call from my friend. Um, but yeah, okay. So I had to take that call. Okay. So yeah. The, the thing I like about how they're handling Will is basically in season three when all his friends start getting girlfriends, um, uh, you know, where he wants to keep playing Dungeons and Dragons, his friends have kind of moved on, which is kind of the natural progression of adolescence. But Will doesn't, you know, first of all, Will hasn't, maybe he hasn't even come out to himself uh, maybe he doesn't know he's gay. And the thing is, I want to make, I'm going to let him speak for himself. Who says he is gay? You know what I mean? But if he is gay, and I think that's what they're leaning towards with Will, you know, there's just, what they captured really well is there's just no one in, like, you know, as far as he knows, there's no other gay people. So there's no men or, there, I'm sorry, he's a teenage boy. So there's no other teenage boys that he can ask out. There's no other teenage boys that he can just do the natural, like, go to a dance with. Just just the n- natural, normal things that people do. And so the part that um, I do relate to is just the part where um, when I was in high school, I went to proms with boys, and I enjoyed going to proms with boys. Um, but, you know, I knew deep down inside I was pretty much gay, and, um, and, you know, there's, there's girls I wanted to go to prom with and I didn't know if they were gay. I didn't know if I could go out with them. I, I, I was afraid to even ask them out, you know? So I think the isolation and the sadness and you could even say depression, uh, of all that, um, yeah, just, just all that, uh, you know, it's just, well, it's just that kind of isolation and loneliness is tough. And it's the 80s. Stranger Things happens in the 80s. So in the 80s, um, you know, there's no internet. There's no TikTok or YouTube. There's no people just, you know, talking about all kinds of things. So that's that's it, that's another great thing about the show is like it's dealing with 80s technology, which kind of adds to the show. So so I think, and the uh, the actor playing Will is Noah Schnapp. I hope I said that right. Um, but he just does, he's very talented and he does a really good job playing this character because he's sensitive and sweet and smart and nerdy and just, he's, he's really, really good at acting. Um, Stranger Things is really, really good at casting. So they're good at like casting really, really good, um, good shows. I'm sorry, they're good at, I think Stranger Things is like, stellar at casting so casting is really good um okay so the second reason i really love this show stranger things is a show called 
I'm sorry, a show. Okay, there's a character named Max, and I, I think a part of why Max is so awesome, I do think the actor playing her, I think her name is, see, this is why I'm not good at research, but Sadie Sinks, I want to say, but let's do Max. Stranger Things, I am Googling. I want to make sure. Mm, yeah, but, okay, they gave me the character who she played by, Sadie Sink. Okay, yeah. So, Max is played by Sadie Sink, and um, the actress, and she. I think a big part of her is that Sadie Sink just does a good job playing the character. But what's cool about Max and what I like is, like, basically Max is a tomboy. And a tomboy is a woman... Oh, I want to say one thing about... To, <laughs> to, all the, to all the guys I went to prom with, to all the guys I went to homecoming dance with, I want to say this, like, yeah, I mean, I, I loved all the men in my life, like, you know, um, men are really awesome, you know what I mean, but it's just, yeah, men are really great, but, uh, it's, it's just, like, deep down inside, really, I'm a lesbian, but, um, um, so it's nothing, I don't want to say anything negative about the guys I went to homecoming or, or, or prom with, because, um, I'm still, I'm still friends with some of those guys and they're amazing. They're amazing. It's just, I'm gay. So that, that's all I wanted to bring up. Um, okay. So with, uh, with Max, right. Okay. What I like about Max, basically, she's just a really cool tomboy character. Um, and I think a lot of that is the actor Sadie Sink. Cause I think if you're going to play a tomboy, you got to bring a little bit of attitude with you like in a good way there's got to be a little bit of um edge if you will so i think um and, and so a tomboy is not about sexual orientation it's not you know some tomboys grow up to marry men happily so but anyway a tomboy is a woman who you know definitely has a feminine side and i'm i'm a tomboy i have a feminine side like i can wear dresses and makeup and all that kind of stuff um but but also a tomboy's not afraid of leaning into their butch side or you could even say their masculine side like they're not a, they're not afraid to lean into that just a little and um or a lot but so they can wear jeans and t-shirts and sweatshirts and just chill and that kind of thing and in this case max she likes to she does skateboarding and she likes comic books and um Let's see. Yeah, she loves wearing jeans and a t-shirt and, um, yeah. So, so, and I think with her is, like, thematically, she tied into the theme for season four a lot, but I think what they did with Stranger Things with Max, they made a really, really, really likable character, and it is just cool to see, like, a 1980s tomboy because, and that the nerds are, like, really, really crushing on the tomboy on Max. I find that to be accurate because when I was, I was a tomboy growing up, and, like, I did, I do feel like nerds, um, had a little crush on me, so nerds, for some reason, like, tomboys, I think that's really, I think that's the most awesome thing ever, um, but, uh, and again, like, some tomboys, tomboys not about sexual orientation, like, some tomboys, one of my friends is a tomboy, she's, she wears jeans and a t-shirt, and that's her outfit of choice, and she's, like, happily married to a man, so, and some tomboys, do grow up to be lesbians but not like you know what I mean so anyway tomboy is not about sexual orientation it's just kind of about style and a feel anyway so I think with Max they just created a really cool character a really likable character I think um she just has a really cool vibe I think the minute I think she added a lot to the show and 
and um and she provides a like more i guess like ironically more feminine energy to the show considering she's a tomboy <laughs> but like um, she reads comics, and she's just a cool character is basically what I would say. And anytime a show can pull off just writing a cool character, having an actor play a cool character, um, the actor Sadie Sinks just brings that edge and that coolness factor. That's just um, really cool. Um, so so the third, thi- the third reason I really li- like uh, Stranger Things is the character Eleven. And like, here's where it's like I'm gonna you know I'm a complete stranger literally but Eleven is played by Millie Bobby Brown she's she's bananas talented like her acting is just she's so bananas talented so talented and I said in my blog that like um she is Stranger Things and Stranger Things is her and so I think that um Sorry, losing my train of thought. But I think one thing sometimes like I don't I don't even I don't even like uh, here's what I want to say. I I don't entertain. Sometimes there's time okay, sorry. I'm on the internet and I'm scrolling and there's like gossipy things about Millie Bobby Brown and I got to tell you I never click on that stuff because um you know, Millie Bobby Brown and all the actors in the show, they, they grew up right in front of us. So I would hope that the number one thing everyone's feeling towards all these actors is just empathy and compassion. And like, for sure, they're making tons of money, way more than I am, or way more than you are. But they're still kids, I want to say they still like, grew up in front of us so that we could have something to watch or experience catharsis, you know, and I, I do want to say Stranger Things is brilliant. So it completely changed the lives of anyone involved, you know, including like Winona Ryder, like anyone involved. I mean, Winona Ryder was already a legend before this show, but you know, it's just kind of, you know, it's cool to it. It's cool that it brought Winona Ryder back to the pop culture forefront, even though she's already a legend for most of us. You know, uh, growing up, I watched Winona Ryder movies like all the time. Like she's a legend. But um, yeah, when I say what I want to say about. Um, uh, Eleven. Yeah, what I want to say about Eleven is, uh, yeah, she's played by Millie Bobby Brown, and, you know, uh, I, I hope Millie Bobby Brown's living the most awesome life ever, and I'm sure she is, so, uh, but yeah, I think with, with these kid actors, I hope, I hope they have a support system, I hope they have therapy or counseling or whatever, I, I just really hope they have a really great support system, considering how much, strange how much joy stranger things the show has brought to like so many people including adults i think a lot of adults watch the show because of nostalgia ironically even though it's a new show so yeah so what i said is like 11 is stranger things stranger things is 11 like the character 11 um you know you you can listen you can watch the show to see see more about her character because it's kind of complex but you know 11 is the the character who has superpowers who has like the most trauma to overcome um who has to use her superpowers to like save all her friends who are basically quote who don't have superpowers so 11 has to do has to carry the weight of of in the story she has to carry the weight of helping her friends out and her friends help her out but the other tough thing about 11 is um uh what else does um let's see uh sorry lost my train of thought 
the other the other cool thing about Eleven is that uh uh oh I mean the irony that like I guess the irony I guess I guess life is truth to I guess fiction is true to life but it's kind of the irony that Eleven the character like carries the show uh I would say the irony is that you know Millie Bobby Brown like I think the whole cast is amazing I really do but it's like she really is like a bona fide like magical like star like stardust fancy star so I I just think that um <sighs> yeah I just I just think Eleven's like I anyway sorry tired lost my train of thought but I I, I just think like to have a little kid like kind of carry a show it's like the concept of that is a little bananas but again I'm, I'm sure she's fine but but yeah it's just like a, a huge reason why this show works is because Millie Bobby Brown is so bananas talented she's really good at acting like legit and and, and her character has to do like all this bananas stuff uh you know and so uh yeah, it's 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 just kind of yeah, it's it's just kind of astounding. And again, this is me, a complete stranger, but ho hope she's living the best life ever, legit, because she she she's a big reason why Stranger Things works. Um, so she's the reason I like the show too. And so the 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 biggest thing that hit home this season about Stranger Things four is like to me, what the show is about is it's the pain of adolescence and the pain of life. And the scene where, there's a scene where, spoiler alert, but there's a scene where Max, played by Sadie Sink, um, she's basically, like, she's in the upside down, or you could even, you could use whatever word you want. You could call it, like, a hell dimension or whatever, but basically, she's in the upside down, it's a bad place, and this evil monster is trying to take her over, and she starts listening to Kate Bush running up that hill, and her friends are trying to call her back to planet earth it's a sci-fi show but the, they're trying to call her back out of hell basically and there's a scene where sadie sink played by max has to like run 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 uh run through the depths of hell to get back to um to get to, back to planet earth in a happy place basically here um and then later on there's a scene where same deal 11 has to fight for that those things as well and so the the theme of stranger things that's so powerful is just like fighting to live and knowing that there's a lot of good things to live for a lot of good things to live for like egos like uh, that's a thing in stranger things like yeah egos or there's just a lot of great things you can fight and live for so yeah um which which is really really awesome um Yeah, so so it's a really good show. Sorry, I'm kind of going through some stuff right now. I guess I'm running up that hill, but also I, you know, uh, someone I really care about is hurting right now, and it's just really getting to me, so I kind of want to help them run up that hill. That's what I'm trying to do. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm okay, and everybody's okay, but... Okay, one second. Okay, busy day today. Um, that I, I just had to take care of a thing. Uh, my friend needed some help, so it's been a really busy hour as I made this. Um, 
Yeah, I, so those are my three favorite things about Stranger Things. I do think the show is really good. Um, I think it taps into nostalgia. I think that's why a lot of adults watch it because it, it reminds us of our childhoods. And me being, being a bleeding heart, uh, I just, uh, um, yeah, I want to make sure all the actors are living the best lives ever because um, they deserve to be because they provided a lot of catharsis and uh, joy to a lot of people so you know um stranger things is a really good show it's about how i think it's really hard to be an adolescent you see 11 who's been through all this trauma as basically this little mini superhero and then you see her season four try to fit into high school and high school is its own hell <laughs> um except my high school wasn't that bad but but I got lucky. I didn't have any bullies in high school, but um, although I did, I would hear um, just because culturally this is what people did, excuse my language, but I would hear that's gay, that's gay, that's gay. I would hear that all the time and the word gay was said in a negative way. Uh, people would say the word, excuse my language, faggot a lot. So, and I'm gay. So, you know, they, they wouldn't call me that because, you know, I'm a woman. It wouldn't make any sense. But I, I did hear like, that basically homophobia every day uh that i went to high school and middle school people so that that's not great for your mental health um so i'm glad i'm not in that atmosphere anymore um yes but anyway uh so stranger things is a really great show and i highly recommend it and yeah i've been um so i guess i just want to say i've been in a tough situation with someone i really care about I made some mistakes. I totally made some mistakes. And um, I don't know. I guess it happens. But oh, uh, I hope this person knows that I really care about them. Um, and I'm going to do what I can to help them run up that hill since we're talking about Stranger Things. Um, being a person is hard. Caring about people is hard. Uh, I guess we're all in this together. So let's keep running up that hill and fighting for the greater good. Okay, this is Julie Kerr, writer and director of the indie nerdy comedy Geekless Punk. If you want to know more about me, you can go go to my website, uh, com. And yes, yeah, Stranger Things is a great show. Thank you so much for listening. Um, be kind to the people you love. Be kind to yourself. And just understand that, um, you know, everything's going to be okay. Um, okay. Uh, wishing you all the best. Uh, until in my next podcast, I'll talk to you later. Bye.